Hey there, and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one delectable page of Talmud each day. If you listen to this show, you've probably already heard me talking about my own kosher journey. As a young man, I was, shall we say, a few cheeseburgers removed from the faith of my father's. I loved Hashem, don't get me wrong, but I also loved bacon and scallops and oysters and whatever it is they put in egg rolls that make them so freaking delicious. And I thought that God cared much more about what was in my heart than about what was on my plate. And then, one day, it all changed. How? Why? Don't ask me, because I don't have any good answers. There was no one great aha moment, no fiery revelation that led me running into the arms of the Lord and deciding in a fit of clarity to start keeping kosher. There's a genius to Judaism's understanding that faith supersedes reason and that some things have to be felt to be understood. That's why the Israelites about to receive the Torah on the foothills of Mount Sinai say, Na'aseh v'nishma, we shall do and we shall hear. Do first and hear later, which means that they committed to keeping the Torah even before they knew what the heck was in it. That's the spirit. And yet, deciding to keep kosher doesn't mean you stop thinking about why you make this choice. This was made abundantly clear to me the other day when I ambled into a restaurant and ordered myself a bacon cheeseburger. Okay, it was a kosher restaurant, of course, and the cheese was vegan and the bacon was faken and it was made of beef, not pork. But as I bit into the scrumptious kosher sandwich, I couldn't help but thinking about how uncomfortable it made me. Not that there was anything wrong with a bite. It was a thousand percent kosher and really well prepared, but it still didn't taste right. Why? Today's pages of Talmud, Nadarim 52 and 53, helped me figure it all out. Have a listen. Rabbi Yehuda said, There was an incident where one took such a vow and Rabbi Tarfon prohibited us from even eggs that were cooked with meat. The rabbi said to him, Indeed so, but when is this the halacha? When he says, This meat is forbidden to me, referring to a specific piece of meat. This is because in the case of one who vows that an item is forbidden to him and it becomes mixed into another item, if the latter contains an amount of the forbidden food that gives it flavor, i.e. the forbidden food can be tasted in the permitted food, the mixture is forbidden. Wow. If the forbidden food can be tasted in the permitted food, the mixture is forbidden. What an amazing concept. Food, the rabbis understood so very well, isn't just a utilitarian concept, something we eat to sustain ourselves and survive. Food is about emotion, recollection, family, tradition. This is why the narrator of Marcel Proust's masterpiece and my favorite book, In Search of Lost Time, bites into this Madeleine cookie and is immediately transported back in time to his childhood. And this is why when we look back at our own lives, It's so often the flavors we recall most vividly. Nana's brisket, say, or dad's apple pie. Introduce a bit of forbidden flavor into the pot, and you upset this beautiful equilibrium. This is what happened to me at the restaurant the other day. 
Instead of enjoying the nurturing meal and the company of beloved friends, I was transported back in time to other days before I had kept kosher to memories of real bacon cheeseburgers wolfed down in dive bars late at night, a period in my life I don't regret but am nonetheless happy I've outgrown. The kosher bacon cheeseburger tasted weird because the flavor was a time machine transporting me back to unsavory days. But this in turn led to another realization, one I should have had a long time ago maybe. We don't keep kosher because we're convinced that God detests spare ribs or chicken parm or clams casino. We keep kosher because it's a way for us to exercise command and control over our own bodies and souls. To admit that, yes, we have healthy appetites, and that, yes, if indulged, these appetites may lead us to swallow a few porky treats here and there. But that we choose to overcome them, because we understand the power we have to transport this here world into something more elevated, more refined, more precious. We know that flavor can carry us a long way, so we choose to grace our palates with flavors that evoke and conjure higher pleasures, the pleasures of family and tradition and belonging to an unbroken chain of Jewish life. And there is nothing, nothing more delicious than that. This has been Take One. If you enjoy the show, and I hope you do, please go and rate and review us on iTunes or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. Each week, we will be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Dafyomi. Take One is a Tablet Studios production. The show is hosted by me, Leah Leibowitz, and is produced and edited by Daron Ruskay and Quinn Waller. Our team also includes Stephanie Butnick, Josh Cross, Mark Oppenheimer, Sarah Fredman-Ader, Robert Scaramuccia, and Tanya Singer. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash takeone or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. You can find us on Twitter at takeone.fiomi or join our Facebook group by searching for Take One Podcast. I hope we have made your day a little more Talmudic and we will see you again soon.